amazing. I'm just tongue tied, just talking about it, thinking about yes. it. Yes, I'm a favorite now. Welcome to the Extraordinary Being Movement, where we inspire you to take action, influence you for change, and motivate you for success. This is your host and coach, Len DeCarmine here, and we're going to be talking about crushing it with our special guests tonight. But before I do, I have to introduce my two favorite co-hosts, one and only Christopher Shiver. Yes, I'm to go first today. I love it. Thank you guys so much. I'm really happy to be here because right now that's exactly how I'm feeling. I'm ready to crush 2020. Fantastic. I love it. You got to crush it and then start rebuilding for 2021. And I see the success out there for all of us. Now, let me introduce Fred Martinez. Fred, where are you? On Tatooine? Tatooine? That's what it was. Tonight, we're going to be using the force because it's all about do or do not. There is no trap. I see that. You got, you got your Star Wars green screen up tonight for this video, which is fantastic. So that is awesome. So let's let's start working on this. Let's start bringing the force into this episode, because I got this gentleman here tonight who should not be reckoned with, because he's he's out there teaching people how to crush it. He's a mindset coach. He's an entertainer with experiences music, TV, radio. He helps people push through the resistance to find their true calling and purpose in life. He wants to entertain, but he wants to keep you happy. And he wants you to stop ignoring your passions and become successful and, of course, crush it. So let me introduce Darren Yates. Darren, welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. I love I love the whole thing. You guys are awesome. Energy, what you're doing. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. No problem, buddy. Now, listen, I got to find out from you what type of entertainer were you in your past? You know, man, the, the foundation of me in this crazy uh, media and awesome business of, of coaching is music. You know, I uh, got my okay. first garage band when I was like 16. I moved to L.A. when I was 19, 20, grew my hair out. You know, I was totally Sebastian Bach with the snakeskin boots moving out to Southern California. I'm, I'm from a small town in Illinois, and I was out there to, just to live my dream in music, you know. And I was going to hitchhike when I was 17 when I, or 18 when I graduated high school. My, my parents like, wait, wait a minute. We'll make a deal with you. If, if you're this gung-ho about music, after you do one year of school in Illinois, mm-hmm. we'll help you get out there. After one year at Illinois State, I was in tears. I need to get out of the Midwest. No offense, but I, I want to go live dreams. I, I'm not, I don't want to do kids and babies yet or wives and stuff. I want to rock, you know, pretty much. I want to live my dream. Okay, we get it. You're into this. It's your passion. So God love my parents. Help me get to Southern California, I enrolled in Mesa College in San Diego mm-hmm. and started the music dream. It was, yeah, so that's where it started. So, you that's know, awesome, man. I love the story. It can't be that hard to get a college degree. Yeah, I'll do that. I have to get to California. Let's go. That was my ticket out there. Let's do it. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to know, what was the name of your band? Oh, my gosh. Well, the, the one I started with, my acoustic duo, is called Ear Candy. And then I got in a band. Check this out, guys. There's one of the best. Too bad this band didn't make it. We were called Smacker Jack. <laughs> and then and then we kind of broke up and i started my own band and so the darren yates band sounded kind of boring mm. i started thinking about personal names to me i grew up on tracy lane i tried to trademark tracy lane but a porn star in europe took the name so i threw on in front of it on tracy lane that was unique that was original so on tracy lane is, is the name of, of my original like retro rock band that i started 
That's awesome. So what do you get? Do you guys just do covers or did you have your own music? You, you know, it was, it was all original. And the first okay. brick I got, you know, is back when, you guys remember MySpace, the guy yeah. in the leather pants, right by Tom yeah. with the black leather pants? That was freaking me. <laughs> now, I was the king of MySpace. Woohoo! Come on, I made it. <laughs> I had like millions of people on MySpace. It was crazy. You know, I it was it was pretty wild. But uh, anyway, so the MySpace thing got me to do a music video with Lacey Chabert. She was in Mean Girls and Party Five, mm -hmm. and she was my love interest. And she was dropped off in a limo for four hours. We got to use it in our video. So that kind of helped propel OTL and we did some things. We toured, we went overseas, you know, we came wow. so close, but we never got that break that, you know, cause back then they had gatekeepers. If, yeah. if the certain gatekeepers didn't let you in to that national level radio promotion and the marketing, you weren't going to become a national artist. Today's a whole different, we'll talk about that later, but so, you know, I didn't make it. So I had to move back home. Then I moved to Nashville. Then I, I came back home. I said, I was in storage. I was gonna move to New York. I met a girl and mm -hmm. I'll let you ask the next question. Go ahead. Sorry. I'll ramble on here. No, no, keep going, man. We're loving it. Yeah, so, you know, I, I'm, an I'm an entertainer, man. Deep down, I was always a, an aspiring entrepreneur. I was, I'm built for entrepreneurship. Oh, my gosh. You know, so music, came home, went to Nashville, did some music stuff there, licensing stuff, came home. You know what? Let's go to New York. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to, you know, get married, have kids and stuff. So my stuff's in storage. I hit on a girl on Facebook. Her name's Crystal. And here we are, what, 10 years later, we got three kids. So I never moved to New York. I settled down in the Midwest, my hometown area. You know, I date girls in San Diego and LA and Nashville. And I meet a Granite City, Illinois girl who settles me down. So my wife, I'm having kids. My wife's like much cooler with me, you know, doing interviews, doing radio and, and web series and mm -hmm. stuff instead of hanging out till two in the morning, rocking and rolling with sure. girls. So I, did the, I got a morning drive radio show. I was doing all that, you know, now that I was settled down and everything. And so I said, well, you know, I didn't get a break in radio either. I thought, well, I, you know, I probably need to grow up and get a real job. Mm. I got kids. And I probably should help pay for stuff. So, so I go into the corporate world and that starts just the four or five, six years of just complete utter despair. I, you know, I, I ended it. up getting fired mm -hmm. like, like the 15th time. I butted heads. You know, and it was just a horrible time when I hit rock bottom in March of 2019. You know, I couldn't get a break in the music business. I didn't get a break in radio. Mm. I couldn't make it in the corporate world. I have kids. I have a wife. What am I going to do? You know, and I, I was, I, I, when I got fired, I hid for a week in, in my car. And I mean, I could cry like a little baby thinking about that. I didn't know what to do. You know, I had, and check it out, I had a bulging disc hitting my sciatic nerve. I was mm. in constant lower back pain. And so I just lost the insurance. I couldn't help with the baby bills for kid number three. I couldn't get the surgery now for my back. It was just the, the darkest time. People talk about hitting rock bottom. I, you know, I thought it was kind of cheesy. Oh, yeah, whatever, dude. No offense against their rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't, sure, of course. I, I didn't know if it was a real thing. But yeah. And I, and I experienced, and it was freaking real. You know, the, the things I thought about in the dark spots. And then I started, after two days of feeling sorry for myself, I'm like, okay, well, I can do two things here. I can go down this dark hole and who knows what's going to happen. Something probably really bad. Or I can just lean into what I know I'm good at and crush it and capture everything I've ever wanted. Those are my choices. Sure. So, you know, I'm going to make my kids proud. I'm going to make this tough time the springboard to my success story. Let's go out and effing kill this. And so that's what I started doing So for the past 19 months. All I've been doing is studying the world of online marketing, 
tapping into what I'm about, my purpose, using that to help other people live their dreams and live their purpose. Today's world is the time to live your freaking dreams. The opportunities are everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day with the gatekeepers, like me trying to get signed and trying to make it radio, you know, it was the opinion of the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Today, there are no gatekeepers. The only thing stopping you is your work ethic, your why. How bad do you want it? How consistent can you be? You know, so I'm just so excited that, oh, my God, so I can go back to my dreams I gave up on and resume them and capture it all. And while I'm doing it, help other people capture their dreams. Sign me up, brother. I'm in. So that's kind of the uh, my story in a medium-sized nutshell. So, but Darren, how did you find your, how did you find your purpose? Because I know most people out there are always trying to find out what is our purpose in life. You, you know what I did, man? When I was in that car, I forgot about my music interest. I forgot about my radio thing. I forgot about my love for everything. I just completely reset. I, I had a notebook out, and I wrote down the jobs that I liked, the jobs that I didn't get fired for a little bit, <laughs> the jobs I didn't quit for a little bit, the jobs I was at for a while. I just studied what made me happy. That's what it was all about. What's going to make Darren look forward to the next freaking day? And I started, I started writing this down. And I was like a mad scientist. I, was, I, got, I still got the notebook, 50 pages of notes and thoughts. And then I started writing a poem, and I just completely reset. And I just, just ignored the society bullshit, the traditional mindset, all the stuff that holds us back, think, having a fear of what other people are going to freaking think. I just eliminated all that. And when you eliminate that bullshit from your mind and you're just completely authentically figure out what's going to make you happy. And I started writing this down and then I started searching stuff, Googling stuff, setting up interviews. And then, of course, Facebook tells me you need a life coach. So <laughs> So all, all my ads, Life Coach, Life Coach, Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Russell Brunson, all these people. So I started studying their stories, and I realized that, oh, my gosh. So they have failed at things. They have gone through tough times. They've hit rock bottom, and they came back to, to crush it. That's what my story – and I, so I started feeling similar with these guys. It was so awesome to hear that other people had these stories, and they were crushing it. You know, I knew I wasn't normal. I knew I was always different. I knew I was unique. Or maybe everybody else was just so boring. I don't know. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Just that, that mindset of just playing defeated and playing on defense and not pursuing what you want to do, letting someone else tell you what you're worth, being miserable for 30 years, not looking forward to, you know, people look more forward to two days on the weekends to get drunk than to do the five days during the week. I look more forward to Monday now than I do Saturdays, you know? So that mindset shift, that's what I want to help people switch in their mind that they can do it you can play life on your terms you can live the extraordinary life you can go out and find out what you're truly worth not what some boss is going to tell you or company and and like i always say if you're if you're doing this and you're happy if you're making 30 grand a year and you're happy you've won the game sure. i'm talking about people who are miserable doing it but they keep doing it and they don't know that there's a way out you know there's an opp- there's opportunities out there to go do what you want to do and find your purpose so to answer your question, you know, I started realizing that my purpose was not only to be an entertainer again and get into interviews like I had in the past, but helping people find their purpose. I mean, I was a substitute teacher. That was one of the jobs I've had the longest. I loved working, helping with, with kids out in Santa Monica, Malibu School mm-hmm. District. 
you know, I love being an uh, assistant coach for some sports teams. So I, and I, I started an online radio station and my whole, my whole radio show, they were all about exposing indie artists. So I've always been about helping other people get an opportunity. And it was all about helping, you know, aspiring DJs and radio guys who never got a chance. So for me to implement, you know, my love for entertainment, the coaching, helping people see the light, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a rebel at heart. So I can give my middle finger to the, to the resistance and the traditional mindset and help others do it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's an authentic, passionate place and I'm excited about it. So, yeah. so basically you took what you love and enjoyed through the stuff you were doing in the past. You just brought it back into your life and then you started living within it. And then you started giving that gift to everybody else. Exactly. Exactly. I started thinking about what I, what makes me happy, what I'm good at, my talents. I started embedded in everyone's talents out there and all your, in all what you love to do embedded in all of that is a way to help other people. You can figure out an angle. So I started, I started thinking about in terms of, you know, online marketing, not selling out. I'm still doing what I love to do. I, I'm just channeling a certain way. You know, if you have, if you can throw a 90 mile an hour fastball and it can go kind of, you have some control with it. There are certain ways you should probably try to make the major leagues because it's, it's a good, it's some good money there. You know what I mean? So you just have a smart way, but you still do your passion. You still love throwing the ball. You still have sports, but you think about it in, you know, just a, you have a strategy with it and to help other people. Oprah Winfrey said, if you can find a way to consistently help other people, you'll never have to worry about, you know, job or money ever, ever. And so, so I realized that that was my passion. That was my, that was what I loved to do was entertain and help other people. And so when I combined those two and had an online marketing sense, it all, you know, I started getting momentum and started getting some people behind me and I started just getting excited about finding that voice to help others. So yeah, it's, it's exciting. Sorry yeah, definitely, to definitely not, no, you're not all, but definitely now, especially because like you said, things have changed. You don't need the gatekeepers anymore. Uh, one of my favorite bands is a heavy metal band that sings only in Hindi and they're from, they're from India. And of course, nobody wants to listen to Hindi heavy metal, but because of YouTube, because they did it on their own, they're famous now and they, they won't sign a record deal with anyone. They just won't do nice. it. They just have it yeah. on their own. And so what you're doing is basically very similar to that because think of all those people that had to try to get to the gatekeeper and never made it because the gatekeeper was biased or whatever was going on that day, right? And it's just, it's just exactly. not really fair. Now you get to be the usher of these people to get into the space that they really wanted to be in. And exactly. let's be honest with each other, like not a lot of people know how to be in that space. That, dude, that's exactly right. You know, this is, and a lot of people that were back in the day where they were trying to make a dream happen during the gatekeeper phase, they're a little older and they don't know about it. When, when I think about how many years I spent trying to make, make it in a world was making me miserable, it, I, I, it drives me crazy. But, you know, we all go through, we have to go through stuff. I had, I had to hit rock bottom to get pissed off, to go figure it out, you know, cause when I was escorted out of that building and they disrespected me, you know, I was in tears. I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew that this was, I knew that was it with that. You know, I was empty. I was lost. You know, I, I felt like I tried everything. I was desperate. I was definitely depressed at a really weird spot, but, but I just, there was something that, you know, that deep down that, that fight, you know, that fight in you, you know, let's, let's, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, cry for a little bit and get, have a little sad thing here but you know what i'm gonna bounce the fuck back and i'm gonna mm -hmm. crush this you know so i started getting excited and i wasn't sure what was gonna happen but i knew it was gonna be pretty passionate and exciting so let's just go whatever happens happens brother let's do it and so i just dove the f in so once i re realized what my passion was 
I solidified it. You know, I just wanted to make sure. What am I happy? Am I trying to be cool? Is this really my passion? You know, I wanted to just really go to the heart of, right. you know what I mean? Right, right. The heart, was I trying to be rich or famous? What, what is, what, what am I, I mean, I was open to rediscovering I should be a lawyer. Then I, right now I'd be taking classes. I was open to going wherever my discovery was going to go. Of course, it went to, you know, a lot of things I'd been doing. But then, then again, like I said, I, I found the, the, the gatekeepers were gone. They've been eliminated. And I can go out and I can, I mean, I can find my audience in the world and have a little sliver of that, maybe a couple million. They, they like what I do and I sell to them and they love me. It's a win-win and I help them or whatever. I'll never forget, you know, Russell Brunson talks about whenever you have a pool of fans and followers, there's always 20% that will buy everything you do or 15% that love you. They're your super fans. Mm-hmm. You got the middle section of 60, 70% that buy occasionally and you'll have your 20% bottom that will never, ever buy from you. So the more you can get that pool and you hone in on your audience and you make them happy and it's a win-win. I mean, you just have the audience and you keep, you keep giving them what they want. Russell said, as long as you keep doing stuff and don't disrespect them, they'll always buy from you. They'll always be your super fans or middle fans or just people who follow you. That's the key. So I started I just, you know what I mean? Yeah. I started just putting all this together, like the possibilities and, and, and now I love Zuckerberg for knowing everything about us, you know, cause <laughs> You know what I mean? Because we can find our audience in anything. I mean, there's a guy make he, he was doing hot yoga poses in like Speedos or something crazy, and he does it in a fun, wacky way, and he makes six figures a month. It's or, insane. Or it's that insane. Guy in Turkey who all he does is cuts meat. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. He's getting the salt guy. Now he makes like, he's, he's a millionaire now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever interest you have, there's probably millions of those that have the interest. You just got to package it in a way, find your purpose, find your passion. It's got to be something you love and that you have, you're happy doing and you're good at and it excites you and your purpose because you're going to put up with resistance. You're going to put up with the cynical crap. You're going to put up with haters. You're going to put up with having to grind for years maybe. You know. But would you rather grind for two or three and change your life or work for 30 and get told what you're worth and be miserable? I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. When you were talking about audience, <clears throat> this is one thing that I've learned. If you focus on the people that are supporting you, the, the positiveness, because you're going to get the, the naysayers, the negative people. But what ends up happening is we're all by nature negative. And so we focus we are, on yeah. the negative comment. And it's like you had 99% of these people think you're like the rock star but you have that 1% and you're focusing on that 1%, that one comment that that person said, and, you, and you're letting that derail you from all the successes that you've had. Right, exactly. I mean, that person is at a spot that it's a bad spot. They're in a really negative place. They have not figured out a few things in life. You know, I, I, you need to have empathy for them. So when you're taking action to better your life and to be positive and make a positive impact and help others, and someone else who's not figured it out at all coming at you, yeah, people, you cannot let that type of resistance come at you. You cannot let it deter you. You have to let it almost let it spur you on more, inspire you more, because if when you're loved or hated, you're on to something. I never, never forget that. When I was recording a CD in St. Louis, Doug Furley of Gravity Kills, that song Guilty that was out, he told me, because I, I was getting all those haters, talking about my MySpace picture. I was leaning back in my leather pants, you know, and I, you know all this stuff, and they kind of dialed me up on my on my cd and i was looking a little bit too pop you know i'm a rock guy but it made me out very pop anyway i was eating all the stuff he's like dude chill out man that's good you want this 
when you're when you're in the middle and you hear nothing, that's when you got to worry. Mm. When you're loved or hated, right. dude, lean into that, you know. So yeah, so I encourage that. That's most of the stuff that I deal with when I work with my clients and my people is getting past that mindset of they care too much about what other people think, mm-hmm. and what other people think, they're actually probably a little envious or jealous of what you're you're trying to do or doing. You're trying to better your life. Some of my best friends do not talk to me anymore. Mm-hmm. When I was bitching and moaning and couldn't couldn't find a job and I was broke and blah blah blah. Oh, they loved hearing all that. You know, and I'd heard the big, the big guys and girls up there crushing it talk about this. Get ready because you're going to have a whole different circle of friends. You know, it's going to be lonely for a while. You know, but then I started, I started saying, oh, my God, they were right. They were right. You know, even some of my family members, you know, I go to, you know, I go hang out with them and they talk about, you know, their chicken burrito they had at lunch and the small talk. I love it. It's all good. It's small talk. It's cool. But I want to talk about stuff like what we're talking about, you know, with right. dreams and ambition and purpose and helping others and crushing it and we deciding what we're worth not some other person you know so i, I love that deciding what you're worth because i i feel like i had the similar like ex, like mental explosion that happened i was reading a book and i realized like so if i'm working 15 dollars an hour does that mean an hour of my life is worth 15 dollars seriously <laughs> yeah exactly man and to me it's, it's never been about money it's about freedom to me mm-hmm. freedom to to do what we want to do, especially for us who are looking to better the world, help others, entertain, enlighten them, whatever, anything positive. It's all about going out there and taking a little risk, leaning into, I mean, life's short, life's one time. Let's get after it. Let's, let's be happy. Let's, let's have a story. And you know what? If you don't get what you want, you'll probably get something pretty cool. The connections you'll make, the experience you'll have, that's a pretty cool freaking story too. You know, having the balls to do it and the guts and the wherewithal just to get through the resistance. I find the res- I say resistance a lot because that's what I find holds most people back. They care about what people are going to think. They care about what if I don't make it. You know, you know, you have to embrace what you're about and lean into it and go for it. You know, and take just just lean into your purpose. I mean, that's what that's where I I think that's where happiness, true happiness, lies. I really you know, do. I love your energy that you're putting out. So what do you do uh, in your process in order to help generate that energy that you're putting out right now? You know, man, it's, it's so like just natural. It's so um, like from the heart. And it, I think about that time in my car where I was by myself. I was at the lowest point ever. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew that I was going to be happy. You know, I wasn't sure what kind of money I was going to make, but I knew I was going to be happy. And the things I started getting excited about, oh my gosh, every day from now on, I'm going to do what's going to make me happy and I look forward to, and I can create and I can entertain, inspire, you know, and use my crazy story that I thought I had to give up on, bring it back. And that was the foundation to go crush it even more kind of thing. When you get excited about what's going to make you happy and what you love to do, it's going to come out. So if you're not, if you're not excited like this, what you're doing, in my opinion, you need to find something else. You need to find what your purpose is. There's a lot of people out there who think they're living their purpose. They're not. You know, They need to deep dive into their soul and figure out. Or maybe they know, but they're, they're, they're just not doing it. They don't, they don't have the whatever to, to try it or go for it or whatever. So I, I think to answer your question is just when you know what's going to make you happy, when you know what your purpose is, do that. 
the more you do that all the time, the more you can – I, I get it. People have jobs, but just work on it a little bit. Be consistent. An hour a week, an hour a day, whatever, a couple times a week. Just be consistent every week, whatever you, you can do. And you can – I mean, there are people that did it for an hour a day for two or three years, and they started grinding and getting that side of business or their hustle up to the point where they could quit now, their, the job that made them miserable. Or even just having something that you do. I, I had one client who just didn't have the guts to play like racquetball or, or tennis or some kind of, some kind of game or at some, some club, or some sporting club or something that they did. And she didn't have you know, the guts to talk to her husband about doing it. And so just the fact that she can go do a hobby once a week, she looks more forward to her job. She's not as miserable there. She doesn't love it, but she puts up with it. You know, it's a safe thing. She doesn't really want to do anything else, but she just wants to do her one thing she loves. You know what I mean? So just doing a hobby more. If you want to lean in and make it a career or a side business, the, the opportunities are just so vast right now. And so you got to find what's going to make you happy. And I think, of course, we're all different. You know, some people are super happy, excited. They're not going to be out front like me. You know, I'm a rock singer. I'm a, ra I'm a morning show radio i got i got kicked off morning drive radio because i said some crazy stuff so i got a little a bit of howard stern in me i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but yeah you know, like i talk about one of my youtube videos i mean if you want to be a freaking librarian and you're just kind of quiet and and you're nervous lean into that people love quiet and nervous and weird and awkward people love that you know people love watching just you know just authentic stuff whatever it is whether it's me doing this or whether it's some sexy slutty librarian who has a cool brand you know what i'm saying it's just lean into what you are happy about and it's going to resonate with people because it's authentic it doesn't matter what it is you know so happiness comes in different forms i just happen to be excited about it you know i'm in my 40s now so here's my round two of my dreams i ain't missing it this time you know so i'm just excited Woohoo! let's go you know my, my wife's on board my kids are let's, let's do it so yeah it's it, it, it's fun man I definitely see it in terms of the, the success where you have these small little individual goals. And it, once you achieve the small little goal, it's the momentum that keeps things going. It's that train. Yeah. And I think what ends up happening is most people tend to, they can't get that train started because hearing your story sounds like you use something where there's two way, two things in terms of the, your motivation. You're either moving towards something or moving away from something. It's the kind of sounded like you had your moving away issue, which was kind of forced. They kicked you out, and then you were moving towards something because you started looking, doing, doing your deep diving, and using all that history that you had in your past, that regret, as your fuel in yeah. order to help you prepare you to your moving towards something, which is the towards, which is living your purpose, living happy and being, and being successful, no matter what you're doing. And that success is not all about money. As most people always look at it, your success is all about making a difference in people's lives. That's exactly right, brother. Hallelujah. I mean, you just gotta, you just gotta start doing it. Cause when you find what you're happy doing, you're going to do it and you're going to keep doing. And so many people are so concerned about, Oh my God, my first video is no post. Don't give a f about the likes, the followers. Just keep putting out content. Just keep doing it. Now, don't do it every day because you think you have to. Just do it when you you're proud of something. Do it when you feel something. Do it when you know that this is this is this is the best thing I can do right now at this point. Now, down the road, you might not like it. Just don't be afraid to put it out. Imperfect action is so much better than perfect inaction. You know. So just keep mm -hmm. grinding. 
You might put out 99 posts that don't, don't, or videos don't do anything, but you, you got better. You found your voice. Man, you're rolling a little bit. That 100th, man, that, that takes off. Guess what? Those first 99 get all the traction now. You know, I know this is a dorky thing, but I'm a big Closet Bon Jovi fan. His first two albums freaking bombed. They, they were working on their third record, Slippery One Wet, and they were all looking for jobs. Man, if this doesn't take off, we're done. <laughs> that, that, that thing just went, what, 10 million record? Put them, you know, living on a prayer and his all cool hair and stuff. It was, they were a mega band, you know? But they, they failed the first two. You know, so it, they kept grinding, they kept grinding. And guess what? Those first two records that bombed became platinum instantly. So the stuff you put out, you're going to build it. You're going to build it. You're going to freaking build it and don't stop because you never know when it's going to, when that one thing is going to let everything open up everything. And then everyone's going to check out your old stuff. Now, if you didn't, if you deleted all that stuff, cause it was bad, they'd be like, this guy has no content. Where's his story? Where's his journey? I want to look at his bad videos he did two years ago or three years ago. You know, I love going back to my mentors and my heroes or whatever, the guys who inspire me and the girls. I love seeing their first videos that where they weren't that great. You know, it was inspiring, you know? So don't be afraid, everybody, to just start doing your thing and don't worry about the likes. Don't look at them. Who cares? It's going to come. Do it for the love of it and to get better at it and to find a, a groove. Because once you get it, then you'll still start getting the likes, you know? Just put it out there. Just get it out there and get your voice heard. Get your story out. We all got stories. We all have unique everything. No one's going to talk my story like I am. No one's going to talk what you guys have been through. You guys all have cool, awesome stories telling your stories. The people listening, you guys have awesome, kick-ass stories. Lean into them. How can you inspire people with your story? Do it. Today is so, there's so much opportunity. It's, it's amazing. I hope I want to enlighten as many people as I possibly can, like you guys are doing. Let's do it together, brothers. Come on. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. I, de yeah. I definitely see where people don't want to do things because it's the fear or that it's the embarrassment. And the right. one thing I've learned in my life is you got to embarrass that fuck out of yourself. Yes. I remember a story that I did when I was in college. I was doing stand-up comedy and I didn't rehearse this bit, but in my mind, I thought it was going to be funny as fuck. <laughs> so I had some the pen diapers underneath my tearaway sweats. And so I was a college athlete and they invited all my, all the, uh, the rest of the track team to the, to the event. Somebody had a video camera. I don't know where that videotape is. I, you know, it, maybe it might pop up on, uh, on YouTube somewhere, but I ripped the sweats off and nice. I had an adult diaper on and I was talking <laughs> like a little kid. Yeah. And my buddy he invited the girl I was crushing on right up. She lived upstairs from me. And, and because of that, I was like, I still couldn't get a date with her. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the, thing, the moral of the story was I had fun. I didn't give a fuck. And when I look at everything else in my life, I said, I was embarrassed as hell. But the thing is, is like, and I learned to play off on it because in the jokes were coming from the track team was, Hey, are you gonna are you gonna win today, Fred? Uh, and then everybody would say, "Well, it depends." <laughs> right, that's great. Well, do a, a key word you said that you learn from it. You learn from it, and when you just put it out there, you know, I love just putting myself out there because I'm not concerned about people who don't like it. I'm concerned about the people who do like it. You know what I mean? And when you lean into what you're about, you repel the people you're not supposed to, you know, attract, 
and you, you, you get into your circle, the people who are supposed to be there. And that's where I learned the most too, is I'm going to lean into my edgy rock and roll thing. I'm going to lean into my rebel thing. I'm going to lean into how I know I can help people to my story. And it was amazing when I, cause when I first started in June of 2019, I started doing funnels. I started doing Facebook ads and I was trying to make a quick buck. I was doing relationship stuff. You know, I'm a big NFL fan. Is that Cardinals hat? Yeah, that's kind There's, of bad. Right on. It's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I, I tried these different things and I kept, you know, it wasn't working. I wasn't feeling it. You know, I was analyzing my videos. The, what am I missing? I started peeling back the layers. And one day I said, you know what, man? I'm trying to tell people, you know, oh, F, F authority, F the system. I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. That's not where you're at. Tell people the real story. So one day I was so freaking nervous. It was, I think it was July of last year. I started off as a rock and roll life coach before I changed my, the darnest thing. And I just came clean and I went on live. You know what guys in, in March of this year, I was fired. I was broke and I just came clean, told my story and I got so much response and just me, just me saying this stuff and being vulnerable or whatever. So many people were so inspired by it. And that's when it all kind of, the light bulb went off. Oh my God. Me just being honest, you know what I mean? So I started being real with it. And so that's when all my, th everything changed. Everything freaking changed. My videos became more real. My story was so freaking honest, maybe too honest, but it was inspiring people. It was helping people get through their dark times. And that, that's when it really clicked, you know, is just being real and authentic to yourself. Because I, it, once I you're real to yourself, then you can be real with everybody else, you know? Right. I, I think it's hilarious that, that, that you say that because I call that the great filter. I don't think any human being that's on this planet truly knows themselves until they're able to do what you did. Come clean with yourself. Because yeah. you're sitting there posting on Facebook, yeah, everybody else is gonna see it, but really, like, you have to come clean with yourself first to, yeah. so that it comes off authentic, right. so that the energy's real, and it's not corrupted by, by some other you know, want or agenda, it's just you. And, 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 and so that's so great that you're teaching people how to do that because a lot of people don't know how to show up as their authentic self because there's so much social conditioning in the way. And there's all this yeah, BS totally. in the way. And, and what you did was break that great filter and become an authentic human being. Because the, what's, so, what's so kind of, and it's a little depressing, but it is sad, you look around today, in our world today, a lot of people, like what should be the average, what should be... What should be normal right now, like it is extraordinary to have great built to have beat your great filter, to have gotten past it and built to see yourself for who you are, truly who you are. And, right. and that's a gift a lot of people just won't have. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's a great point, man. Exactly right. I love it. That's love it, man. Yeah, Darren, I, I love having you on the show this evening because you're really being like Chris said, authentic, you're being real. And that's what this show is about, is people really telling their stories of who they are and where they are and where they've been and where they plan to go to really inspire others to take action in their own life. And the passion that you're radiating tonight and, and the love for what you do and your purpose is just absolutely outstanding. And I'm, you know, I, I have to tell you, like, we are very honored to have you here this evening, giving, this, giving your, your gift you know, right now that you have with this passion to everybody else. Thank you, you know, so much. And that's, and that's absolutely beautiful and wonderful to have because, you know, a lot of people in life play small. You know, we talk, you know, we, we, 
we, we say, you know, we want people to go from ordinary to extraordinary. And it's a journey. It takes time to get there. Yes. But when there's people like you sharing your light, sharing what you've gone through, saying, yes, there is a pathway. It may not be easy, but I've gone through it. Other people have gone through it. And let us help you show you the way so that you can get on your own path and make your own legacy in life and you know, love what you're doing and have that freedom and fight the resistance because that's what a lot of people are, are, are dealing with. Right. Like right. You said earlier, they're miserable in their jobs, but they still go to it because they don't know anything else or they don't know how to find the other resources or how to really be honest with themselves and be like, hey, I really want to be an artist. I really want to be a rock and roll singer. That's what yeah. my true passion is. I know with the three of us, we, we love coaching. We love teaching. We love, you know, transforming people's lives just like yourself. And that's why we have this movement to get people around it, to get coaches like you and leaders and business people to help move other people forward because that's where we need to be going. We need to get away from all the negativity of the radio, of the television, of politics. And people exactly. start seeing their worth and their value right. and they don't see it. They're just comparing themselves to what's on social media. And a lot of people are just putting their good face forward. Yeah. But it's those who are vulnerable are the ones truly making the real connection and building that strong network of people that appreciate them and want to follow them because they're inspired. Yeah, exactly. And, and like you and like us, we want to be out there inspiring others for success. And, and, and don't be afraid that you're not at a certain level. If you can't brag about or talk about where, where you want to be, take people along for the ride. You yes. know, just start. To, that, that's basically what I did. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm, I did this. This happened in March. It's a horrible time, but this is my passion. This is, you know, this is my story. This is what I want to do, and I have to do it. This is my only option. You know, mm -hmm. what, what was the Eminem song? Success is my only mother effing option. Failure is not. <laughs> You know, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. I mean, I see, I hear that song. I say, come on, baby, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, you just got to get after it and go for it and not worry about any of the, of the stuff that's holding people back. I mean, you have to get to a point where you just get fed up. You're done putting up with putting up with it, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you're at that point and you, you're that little voice is constantly going, you need to just take action. Even a yes. little bit of action, just take a step forward, start researching, start talking mm -hmm. to Google and Facebook will have ads coming at you. They're going to help you. I mean, <laughs> True. just figure it out, research, get after it. Take, cause I, man, that one, like, like I said before, that one little victory of researching and having a little of hope the next day, when you go back to your work that you hate or whatever, there's some hope, there's some bounce in your step. Oh my God. I researched last night, something that. I can't wait to get back on tonight. You know, it just, it's a thing you, you can escape to. It's your real, that's your purpose. That's your real thing. So work on it, water it, feed it, give that, you know, give it some, a chance to grow, grind for greatness. That's the only way you can make greatness possible is to grind for it and go for it. It's not easy, but if it was easy, I mean, we'd all be doing it. It'd be, it'd be no big deal. Right. It'd be that great. You that's right. There is, you have to grind, you know, to get to that extraordinary life, it's not easy. It weeds a lot of people out. How bad do you want it? You can get it though. And you don't have to quit everything. And you can take small action. Get Because man, once you get through your first hater, once you get through that first cynical comment from Aunt Margaret or whatever, and you keep going, 
those are little victories in your freaking swagger and in your soul and in your aura or whatever your purpose and you keep gaining these little bit of these little victories you know these little these little power pellets or whatever and you just keep going and keep going and before you know it you got a little bit of a following you got a little bit of a, of a voice you hit, you're hitting a groove you figure out oh my god this happened with this post they like this i can help them with this it just starts snowballing people but the first thing to start to crush it and to live extraordinarily or to live how you want to be happy however it is mm -hmm. whatever however you define happiness to get there is a is one step and let that chip on your shoulder grow feed it i love it tom brady was drafted in the sixth round say what you want about tom brady the guy's a beast he gives FUs all the time, and that chip on his shoulder started when he was drafted in the sixth round. They told me he couldn't play. He's got seven rings or whatever. You know, I tell my kid all the time, you know, hey, are you going to mope on the, on the sidelines like, like Cam Newton, or are you going to be Tom Brady? You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's no offense, it's Cam, but, you know, sometimes he's a little bit of a baby. He's got a towel over his head. <laughs> Dude, be a leader. Go out there and lead your team and crush it or just give it all you got, you know. I don't know. Just It might be kind of cheesy, but you know what I'm saying. It's about leaning into what you're doing and, and, and just how dare people come at you for you to try to better your life and live your dreams and purpose. Mm -hmm. You're letting someone else stop you from that? F that. You said the F. I, almost, I should drop the F on there, damn it. It was the perfect time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you, you get, yeah, so yeah, right on. No, you guys, what you're doing, I love it. You guys' energies, your personalities, and what you guys are doing, I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it. So thank you for the invite, seriously. Well, thank you. Thank you for being a, a part of our show. Now, the one thing I want to ask you, which I always ask a lot of our guests, is the tidbit of wisdom that you're throwing out already. I want to know if you can go ahead and give us some wisdom, a life lesson that you can, that you can give to us as well as their audience. A life lesson? Yeah, life lesson. Well, you know what? I mean, the, I think the life lesson is wherever you're at, and if you're not happy, that little voice that tries to tell you what's up, listen to that voice. It'll tell you. It'll tell you everything. That little inkling, that little thing you get when you're doing this and it doesn't feel right, mm -hmm. listen to that. Write it down. And, and write, see how many times you write it down. So listen to your inner voice. Listen to what you think about. You know, maybe in the early in the morning or late at night. That's when I start thinking about, you know, the deep thoughts. I start writing stuff down. I get creative. Or, or sometimes that doubt and fear creeps in. Tony Robbins still gets that doubt and fear. He just ignores it. And like you said, man, we're humans. We're naturally kind of negative. Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins gets it too. But he just knows how to laugh at it and knows how to deflect it and knows how to use it to, to spur him on more and inspire him and embrace it, you know. So just listen to that voice. And if there's something that's just eating at you, Take action to satisfy that and see what happens. You might be happier. You might have a hobby, a side job. You might be the next freaking Jeff Bezos or whatever. Or you know what? Here's the thing. You're going to be fucking happy. Happier. So do it. Listen to your inner voice. It'll tell you. And that, that thing you feel, you know. I, how many times I was in the corporate world and people are bitching and moaning. I would, I would lean over to my coworker. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are we doing here, man? Why are we here? There's got to be something with this online thing we can figure out. Sure. Fuck. You know? <laughs> and sure enough. This what stupid. the? This is stupid. <laughs> I mean, I try, I try to go to my boss and tell him he's losing the morale of the office. And then he hears I got my medical marijuana card because my back's fucked up. And you set me up to fail a drug test. Fuck you, bitch. You know, it's like, yeah, that's how I got fired. 
I don't talk about that a whole lot, but <laughs> I'm bonding with. I'm bonding with you guys and the listeners. Yeah, they set me up to fail a drug test. That's how I was escorted out. And he told me, oh, we know it's medical. We know you're legal. We know it's for your back. It's just a warning. But we heard about it. You heard you talking about it. So we have to give you a drug test. It's going to be all good. So I, oh, it was yeah. so great. I feel, like, I feel like such a rock star going to the, the clinic. All right, guys, I'm a rocker. I'm a rebel. I am here to fail this drug test. I have THC. I fart THC. Let's do this. It was so awesome. They're taking my blood. Yeah, I'm going to fail it. It's a warning. That's cool. They get the results back. They bring me in the office. He's got two armed people there. And he's, you know, in case I freak out. And he fires me. They, they yeah. set me up. So it was, at the time, of course, it was horrible. But then I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. The way they did this, the way they just disrespected me, that was the perfect way to send me into my destiny, you know. And I got my medical marijuana card. That's pretty cool. So... <laughs> <laughs> but now I know the listeners are asking, is he baked now? No, I am not baked. If I was high right now, I would never be. I'd be over here. So I'd be over here like, There's no way I could. Yeah, you would just tell the energy be low. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, uh, I had a couple of beers, to be totally honest. But yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, maybe, maybe we should do a baked uh, EBM after hours. No, I'm kidding. There we go. That sounds great. Sounds like a great idea. Let's do it. <laughs> but, but I mean, no offense because people who are against it, you know, but I'm legal. I got my card, you know, and I seriously got it to help my back. I tried everything. And you know how it is. The insurance, they won't do the surgery until you try everything else. Yep. So that was my, like my last ditch effort to try something because I was, I mean, when you're that bulging disc is hitting our sciatic nerve and you can't even walk, it was the worst. It was the worst. But yeah, so that, that's how I got fired. And that's literally a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Chris. Chris, what were you going through with your back problem? Uh, uh, was it the same thing? Yeah, it's the same thing. Same thing, except it was it was sciatic nerve and two bulging discs on top as well. Really? Yeah. Mine was mine was the L five. I'm not sure if, if you know what you remember what yours was. Yeah. Yeah, it's like L five. Ain't that like really like kind of like not all the way at the bottom, but slightly up? Right. Yep. Like, exactly. Right. That's, yep. It just sucks when it's right down there. And then it was the, and the pain, everybody, what they don't understand about that pain, they think that pain is purely in your back. It's not. It's everywhere. It's shooting yeah, nerve exactly. pains in your arm. It, it messes with your mood. It messes with your perception of reality. It's yeah. not fun. <laughs> well, my, my, I have a good friend who's like a, a astrologer. She's like a, a spiritual healer. And she's like, well, when you're back, when you have back pain, that means your, your whole shocker or whatever is, it, is not supported. Yes. Really? Yes. You heard that? I, I agree with that completely. Yes. That's crazy. Cause I mean, that's what I felt like I was completely lost and I was putting mm -hmm. up with this miserable stuff. I kept doing it and doing it and doing it. I mean, it's just crazy how if someone like I post this on Instagram or Facebook, or whatever, if, if someone kicks our dog, we fight. If someone, mm -hmm. you know, throat punches our kid, we fight or smacks our wife, we fight. Right. When, when the resistance comes at our dreams and our purpose and tell us what we're worth. Okay, yes, I'll do that. We yeah. need to fucking, yeah. we need to fight just as fucking fight. hard for that. Why don't we, you know what I'm saying? Come mm -hmm. on now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense, but yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't. Right, right. And people will fight for all these things within the core of their happiness. They will not fight at all. It, it, it's fight, it's really crazy how people will fight for other people, other people's purposes. Yeah, yeah. And, like it doesn't even relate to their purpose at all. It doesn't even Not help all. them. Exactly, exactly. 
And I was looking back, I, I think what the late 1800s, 1920s, Henry Ford made it popular. This whole nine to five thing, this working 40 hours a freaking week. Right, right. What is that? That's over a hundred years old. I think some new things have to start happening here. Come on now, people. Oh, There's opportunities out there. You so many people don't understand. Don't know the whole nine to five thing was instituted by Henry Ford. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and now, now we're sitting here. Everybody's looking around like, I don't think this nine to five stuff's working anymore. <laughs> right. <I never> did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I heard, of course, the, the crazy COVID stuff, but I heard. By 2028 or 2025 or something, the most, more than half the workforce is going to be working at home anyway. And now even more so with the COVID stuff. So the opportunities are just, they're going, they're, they're everywhere. They're, it's insane. And I hate it when I hear bands say, oh, this radio sucks. Oh, you shouldn't give a fuck about local radio. You should be putting songs together, recording with producers. You can send files back and forth to producers in London. Find your fucking audience on Facebook. Sell them shit. Shirts, TV, merchandise, or, or TV shows. There's so many things you could do to find your audience and make them happy and make them love you. There's a goth metal freaking Irish girl who makes six figures a month doing her CDs in her, in her room. It's mm -hmm. kind of quirky and weird, but there's a lot of quirky, weird people who love her. And she's monetizing it. You know what I'm saying? There's so much opportunity, guys. So if you're miserable out there, if you're unhappy, if you, and you have a passion that you've neglected, you have hope. Smile. Because you're going to figure this out. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're still listening to this show, go research what, you know what I mean? Go, go figure out what you're passionate about. Maybe you know it. Take action. doesn't matter how big or small it is. And don't care about the likes. Don't care about Just build it. Just do it for happiness. <coughs> Darren, I absolutely, I absolutely love your energy here tonight. We're coming to the end of the show. So I want to find out from you how people can get in touch with you so you can help them fight this resistance, give them a purpose, help them find their purpose, and give them a plan of action to succeed in life. Right on, man. Well, you know, I, for about a year, I did one-on-one -on -one coaching. I worked with a lot of artists. But now I'm in the transition from one-on-one -on -one to doing all online. I got my program being launched in probably about a week or two. And right now, it's just DarrenYates.com. Right now, there's my YouTube page. People can check out what I'm doing in my bio. They can go to my private Facebook group and join. There's only 50 people. It's kind of, it's kind of small right now, but I'm building it, you know. And I, I found my voice finally. I got my clarity. I know what I'm doing here with, you know, with exactly how I'm going to angle it, you know. Mm -hmm. There's nothing I'm doing that isn't exactly what's going to make me happy. My passion to help other people, to inspire other people. So, like I said, my course will be launched soon. So, just DarrenYates.com, D-A-R-R-Y-N. Yates, Y-A-T-E-S, DarrenYates.com. It's all right there. You can check it out. Absolutely fantastic. And that, you also Thank have you a YouTube so channel too, right? Yeah, it's just it's a YouTube.com slash DarrenYates. I finally got over 100 subs, so I'm able to have my own you know, custom DarrenYates domain now. So yeah, I'm on YouTube. <laughs> and you know, my YouTube page, it's, uh, it's like I do mindset stuff. Mm -hmm. I, have I have a crazy LA story video where I talk about some uh, how I made extra money, let's say, in the... Uh, you know, driving, uh, maybe I, should I say it here? I, yes, 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 sure. yes, 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 yes. How rock and roll is this? I, how rock and roll is this? Okay, you ready? I would substitute teach during the day. You know, I make, they, they pay subs pretty well in Santa Monica. I was making 150, 200 bucks a day. While I was subbing, there was a call girl in my Venice Beach apartment who would do, you know, the, the, the massage, happy ending stuff. And she would put cash under my door. And so I would go and uh, collect cash under my door. So, and, but I found her because I drove uh, crack cores around in the Hollywood Hills for a little bit. So crack cores in the Hollywood Hills to a substitute teacher to one of the crack cores being so awesome. 
She wasn't a crack whore. She just was making good money because she was so hot. She wouldn't use my place for in-call. So I had an in-call place in Venice Beach while I substitute taught, and I was rocking and rolling. And yeah, bro, what a great you, end to the show. Woohoo! Bro, you are entrepreneur to the T. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, and, and here's another thing to, to teach people. You know, if you have this and you're a little bit wacky, you lean into your style. If people aren't going to work with me because I'm too crazy, fuck off. I don't give a fuck. I'm a rocker. I'm a rebel. I like to be edgy. I like to talk about my crazy story. I like to inspire people. The fact that I'm leaning into what I'm about, you should want someone like that because I'm going to teach you how to lean into what you're the fuck about. You know what I mean? So I, I practice what I preach, and I, I am into it. I love it. And so, yeah, so my YouTube page has a little bit of everything. That's the point. <laughs> Darren, I, I absolutely love it. If anybody's looking to get more information from Darren, we're going to have him listed on our Extraordinary Being Movement website under coaches. He's going to be one of our coaches working with us in this movement. So we're going to have him there listed so you can get access to his website, his YouTube channel, and get to know Darren a little bit more as well. Uh, so make sure that you visit us at the extraordinarybeingmovement.com. I want to get some final words in from Fred and Chris. Fred, what do you got to say tonight? Mind blown. Mind blown. Love it. Love it. Chris, what we got? I, I feel like this is just, uh, thank you, Darren. This has been a great reminder for me because I remember there was a time in my life where all I wanted to do was life coaching too. And I was working at a, at a, at a, at a clothing store during the day, barely getting by at the same time, going out, going out every single night with my clients to help them get over their anxiety problems. And so, and nice. I loved it. Even though I was exhausted and tired, I loved it. So thank you yeah. so much for reminding me of that fire, reminding me that, you know, this is, this is the one life I got. I'm going to make it freaking worth it. I'm going to live this life standing, not on my knees. I'm not doing that. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Chris, good stuff. Fred, Lynn, thank you guys so much. It's been an honor. It had a blast. I can't believe it's already been an hour. It's nuts. That, I, hey, Dad, we told you we're going to have fun, and that was the plan, and that's what we did tonight. You definitely brought it, so we appreciate that. Again, yeah, for those again for those who want to learn more about the Extraordinary Being Movement or about Darren Yates, visit us at theextraordinarybeingmovement.com, where you can get tons of great information, updates on our newest and our our newest podcast coming out, and some of our old stuff that we have out there, as well as a lot of free resources that you can take advantage of. So make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and everywhere else on social media. We hope you have a great night and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.